Tienes mucho en tus manos. Pero con solo mover un dedo puedes dar marcha atrás con Pro Trailer Backup Assist disponible. Presentamos la nueva Ford F-150 2024. Ya sea que estés trabajando al máximo o divirtiéndote al máximo. Esta camioneta te respalda porque está hecha para ser una parte indispensable de tu equipo. Fuerza así de inteligente solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Fuerza Ford. All right, so we'll get back to that intro when we know what we're going to call this. Uh, that's kind of what we're doing today. Anyway. It's the naming episode. It's the naming episode. Um, most people call me McGee, and this is my friend Cornelius, and we're smoking a cigar together. What are we smoking today? Today we're smoking the Illusion Rothschild. It has a Criollo uh, and Corojo uh, binder and filler and a... Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Really tasty. By the way, Criollo is my favorite leaf. You know, when you're blending the cigar, either the wrapper. Uh, a lot of times, I don't know, there's not a lot of cigars that actually have Criollo on the wrapper. Um, but it's really, really tasty. I can taste it every time I smoke a cigar that has it in it. Really good. Sweet. You know, so I can kind of I can see that. that it's, through. it's a little sweeter than most cigars yeah. that I smoke. And, you know, it's also, it also throws me for a loop a lot of times because saying that we're here in the palatious lounge of Capital Cigars in Denver, Colorado, uh, when I go into the humidor, Rothschild is also a size of a cigar. So when it says Illusion Rothschild, it's like, okay, you said the name of the company who makes it and you said the size, now what's the cigar? Oh, yeah. it is the Illusion Rothschild. That's the name of the cigar. So the name of the cigar is actually the size of the cigar as well. So the Illusion Rothschild with the Ecuadorian Connecticut Shade wrapper is what we're smoking this morning. It really is great. I like it. Yeah. So we're going to be doing some naming. Yeah. As you mentioned, we're at Capital Cigars in uh, Denver, Colorado. We're here today to try to figure out what we're going to call these conversations that we have. We have a, a solid list of 20 Yep. Uh, we started with like 50, but we, we, we nailed it we down to whittled 20. it down to yes. 20. They're not all good, but they're all uh, they're all on a whiteboard in front of us. We should kind of paint a picture of what's going on. Neil and I are in the basement of Capital Cigar, so we're, we're sitting here in front of a massive whiteboard with yeah. 20 names of a podcast. And let me think, let me think, the, you know, not just the basement. This is what's cool about this place. So this is an old cigar lounge. So you come down the stairs that... Seems like they're going to give away any particular day. But they, they're still holding up after years. But we come down the stairs. We come down a long, dark hallway. And at the end of the hallway, there is a bookshelf. Yeah. And everyone's like, you know, when I bring someone down here, they're like, okay, you're about to kill me. Why did you just take me down a long, dark hallway, right? But because this is like the coolest old cigar lounge, you reach in and you pull open the door. Uh, or it's not even a well, You pull open the bookshelf. And the bookshelf is like a speakeasy, it's like a hideaway door. And you open it, and behind the door is an office suite, and that's where we're sitting right now. That is where we're sitting right now. And I would like to tell you, you have a great office. This is this is nice. I did a little work in here yesterday. It was comfy. You know, it was comfy. Yeah, it's kind of cave-like, but I like to call it home. I think before we go too much further, I should warn anybody that listens to this that 
Um, I can't go too many sentences without saying a bad word or two. So if you've got kids, maybe listen with headphones or sell them. And that's probably in your best interest. You have a little extra money, less, a little less problems. And then I balance it off because I've never, well, I don't, I've just, I don't curse. So. No, it's hilarious. Yeah, you yeah, spell yeah. out words sometimes. Yeah, in the I'll, middle I'll, of I might sentence. spell it out. I might enunciate it in a like, um, Old son of a biscuit eater. Yeah, nah, that's not it. That's not it. You know. Just wanted to forewarn whoever might be listening in case they're in the car with their kids or something. <laughs> right. Um, so let's get into this because you know we don't want to spend all day just making this decision. It's it's time. We've been it's we've time. Been, we've been all texting right. back and forth for weeks. That's right. Maybe even months. So all right, drum roll. <laughs> Boom. All right, top twenty, and we're starting off with the first one. The first one. It is got a light. Got a light. It could be got a light pod with Cornelius and McGee. Yeah. It could be any of those things, but yeah. ultimately got a light. Now, as we go through these, I think that if one of us is says like hard no we can just wipe it off even if the other person loves it because the last thing one of us want to do is not like what we're talking or what we're calling these talks so a single no is out of the question off the list a double yes definitely makes it to the yeah the final and i imagine there'll be some maybes and you know we'll come back to them and etc but let's start with god of light is that something that you like dislike thoughts well let's you know Lay the foundation. So the foundation of the podcast, we're going to discuss cigars. Yes. Um, your infinite knowledge of uh, sports and sports betting. Infinite's extreme, but... Uh, okay, well... I do like them. <laughs> I do like I mean, them. I like sports and, you know... <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, and we're also going to kind of pull both of our uh, old school uh, DJing... Yeah, Together, we're, and we're both retired DJs. Yeah, there you go. Or semi-retired. So, I should say semi-retired. I, I am definitely retired. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody called me, I'd go DJ. But hey, yeah, I say go. I say semi-retired because I don't know my next gig. Right, you know? right, so. right, right, right. I would, well, just to let you, I tried to mix up Oh Mary Mac with my little two-year-old the other day. I was like Oh Mary, and I was like Mac, 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 you know. And she just and I just went off, and she just looked at me like. Are you okay? You know, so <laughs> I, I think I'm, I think I'm officially retired. If I can't entertain uh, instead of a crowd of two, three thousand, I can't entertain a crowd of one two year old with my DJing skills. I think I'm done. So I imagine uh, there's a lot of other stuff we'll be talking about. Ultimately, absolutely. we're just uh, two guys having a cigar together and, and chatting. Absolutely, absolutely. Got a light. Um, I say. That just centers in on one thing. So I'm going to say a no on that. Yeah, I agree fully. I think that's an easy one to erase from the list. Okay. So let's keep it moving. The next one we have written down is the pastor and the potty mouth. We mentioned right. a moment ago when we warned everybody about their kids listening <laughs> that I got potty mouth pretty bad and that right. you don't. I'm For the record, Neil has a bit of a history as a pastor. I don't. Yeah. I was an altar boy <laughs> as a kid. That's where I started drinking wine. Okay, all right. Well... You know, can we take name two and name three, kind of put that together? Well, name well, three is the maniac and the minister. It's kind of a spin off the past, the pastor and the potty mouth. My DJ um, moniker was DJ Maniac McGee for a long time. Prior to that, my I, when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of graffiti around uh-huh. Washington, D.C., uh-huh. and I wrote Maniac all over the place. Okay. Um, 
I feel like both are a mouthful. Yeah, they are. They are. You know, rather than the pastor and the potty mouth, I would rather say the maniac and the minister. Maybe what we could do is do two for one here. I'm saying maybe, oh, I'm going to say no on the pastor and the potty mouth. You're right. That is a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, but the maniac and the minister, that actually, you know, we're right next. We're, we're actually, the cigar lounge is right between two concert venues. And it just seems to me like that's something I actually would see up on the moniker. Like <laughs> the maniac and the minister. It rolls you know? off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. I don't love it. But because I'm 40 now and Uh, to be referred to as maniac is something that's in my past, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's not in my present. But I I see it. You know, I see it. Yeah. I I think we, I I, I say we, I'll go hard no on the pastor and the potty mouth and like a a big fat maybe on the maniac and the minister. Okay. We'll We'll come back to it when we get through the rest of these. Yeah, we'll move on to the next. So the next on our list is a puff and a pod. I kind of like it because it's a unique way to use the word pod or podcast without Mm -hmm. it being just at the end of the name. Mm -hmm. Although the term puff has a lot more of a connection with smoking weed than it does smoking cigars. Oh, we are in Denver. Mm, Okay. And at least one of us smoked weed this morning before we did this. (laughs) Okay. All right. That wasn't me, but all right. Okay. So a puff and a pot. A puff and a pot. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What, what what do you? It's it's maybe it's a maybe at best. It's okay. I, I don't love it. I don't love it. Okay. Yeah. Ultimately, we gotta we gotta delete nineteen of the of the yeah, twenty by, options. So. By the end of this year's show, yeah, so, that's what we need to do. So I think we can we can probably take that one off the list. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hard no. Okay. Hard no on a puff and a pod. All right. Next one is. Humidor hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. I heard know? it. I heard it too I, in my head. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Hey, you know. Hey, does Rick Ross smoke cigars? I I feel like I've seen pictures of him with a cigar in his hand. He'd be. You know, that'd maybe, be that'd be kind of cool. It's not should. We'll do. We should do an entire. One of these first couple episodes, we can do an oh, entire yeah. podcast about potential guests, okay. guest co-hosts, you know, right. potential people we'd like to smoke a cigar with. I think that Absolutely. would be a fun conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't hate it. I think. I think like. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's our best option or not. Right. You know, but I don't. Right. I don't hate it. Well, you know, humidor hustling is it kind of centers on the cigar portion again, but. True. Um, but we are smoking cigars. Yeah, and it's true. We are kind of hustling words. Okay, humidor hustling. That's like a. It's like a verb, right? Hustling is. What humidor is a noun? So does that make it a? I don't know, dude. Noun verb. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> well, it's two words, so I don't know. Well, there's there's a lot of things I do know about, and okay. like semantics and grammar and etc. Uh, isn't yeah. one of them. Yeah. I don't know why. My parents would always say, "Why do you always get bad grades in English? You're speaking it." <laughs> like I don't know. I was like, it was. It wasn't my. You know, you got to break down. I mean, English is a hard language when you really get into the intertwines of it, but. Yeah, intertwining of it. Um, I say, okay, you first. 
I say, mm, I don't love it. You don't love it? I don't love it. Yeah. Okay. I don't love it. And along those same lines, the next one we have, did I spell humidor wrong on this list? Humidor. No, you Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm also not very good at spelling. What's weird is I used to write a lot. I I happen to have a master's degree in creative writing. And uh, I've written a bunch of stories and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. um, the best part about writing in a creative fashion is that you don't have to be grammatically correct or follow it's not journalism yeah. you know it's not it's just not expected of you I got, but, a, I got you know did you know i have a master's in almost the exact same thing yeah yeah i went to uh at the time it was called california college of arts and crafts now they kind of got sick of the basket weaving jokes and oh. they changed the name to california college of the arts it's in oh. uh, san francisco and then there's another campus in oakland I went to uh, Streets of the South Side of Chicago. I have a master's in Ebonics. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, since I moved away from there, you know, people are going to say, oh, you know, you've lost your degree. And I'm like, eh, no, you know, and then I go, the longer, it's funny, the longer that when you get back to a particular area that you've been around, away from, you start picking up the you know you just start picking things back up again because everybody around you is talking the same way and Greg I want you to listen to me okay I'm listening I think you have to be from there in order to fall back on it I get that but also when you are in when you're surrounded by a community correct you're going to naturally take on Pattern, speech patterns and sounds. Yeah. It's it's like a, a subconscious mimesis, you know? Yeah. Um, so liter- this isn't even a joke. When I came back from living in Japan, I lived in Japan for just shy of two years. Mm-hmm. When I came back from living in Japan, my grandmother told me that I was speaking like English was my second language. Because every time I spoke English in Japan, I was real deliberate uh-huh. and enunciating every word and she noticed and pointed out that I right. sounded like English was my second language when so I you were fluent in Cantonese by that time or Japanese yeah. big difference. I mean I'm, yeah um, that's fluent. exactly what I mean <laughs> fluent is uh, <laughs> fluent is a big word speaking uh, of I was definitely not fluent in Japanese ever I uh, wasn't even I wasn't even good but I was much better than most of the people visiting Japan. I had uh-huh. studied for a few years in college. I think uh-huh. two years in college um, before, because I always knew I was going to go at some point. As gotcha. a kid, I always wanted to go. Or I'm a kid. I mean, teenager. Uh-huh. I always wanted to go. There was always some sort of draw, and uh, I got passable at best. Yeah. I could, I could yeah. read signs. I could, I could ask for directions to the bathroom. Right. I couldn't discuss the meaning of art. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I wasn't I like I wasn't that deep. You know? I understand. But when yeah. I would introduce myself, I, I, you know, when I would start talking to Japanese people, yeah. I would speak Japanese, and the people I met were really appreciative that I was even trying. Japanese is a language. Japanese is a language spoken by people from Japan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I still speak a little Japanese. See. <laughs> Actually, that's really funny you said that. When I got off the plane in Japan uh-huh. and I opened my mouth, Spanish started coming up. Uh-huh. Because in my mind, I knew I wasn't in the United States. <laughs> like I knew uh-huh. I wasn't good at speaking English, but I didn't have the Japanese yet. Well, <laughs> think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. So you just said Japanese is the name of a language. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Japan speaks Japanese. How many countries? Okay, so now I'm really thinking way too much. How many countries are there that the name of the country is also the name of the major language? 
Well, England and English, Russia and Russian, mm -hmm. France and French, mm -hmm. Spain and Spanish. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of... That's it? a lot Ukraine and Ukrainian. I mean, there's tons. Do you think so? Well, I mean, I just rattled five off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, but those are, you know, countries, but... You know, you think people, that's it? I think just think people just get really upset when they say, you know, you hear people say, "It's America, speak yeah. American." Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you're an idiot. Yeah, I think uh, the difference you know, is the language that's spoken in. There's multiple countries that speak certain languages, right? right? So like, right. there's plenty of countries that speak Spanish, uh -huh. mostly because of imperialization and, like, colonization, right. yeah, etc. Yeah. Same with English. And right? English, right? Yeah, like, yeah, There was yeah. a time when the sun didn't set on the English Empire. That and, is true. And, and half the world speaks English. That is true. Probably less than half. That but, is true. Um, and then there's other situations where countries have kind of, are, are groups of different communities that have come together to become a country. So, for example, in China, there's, I think, three or four languages, uh -huh. but... That's because they were three or four communities or more that came together to become a country. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. There's the the it's the exception, not the rule. There's probably only right. five or six, maybe ten at the most right. of of countries that have their own language. But we are completely deviating. I was just gonna say, <laughs> I want to know the most important part. The most important part of everything that we just said is that it has absolutely nothing to do. Maybe that should be the name of it. Yeah, absolutely nothing to do. Okay, no, let's not do that. All right. Um, the next one we have is kind of a spin off the last one. We, okay, it's humidor homeboys. Okay, uh, I like it more than humidor hustling. I still mm -hmm. don't. I still don't love it. I don't think yeah. the word humidor isn't catchy. It's kind of yeah. a mouthful. And, you know, if people don't smoke cigars, they don't even. I bet you a lot of people don't know what a humidor is. True. 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 I know people in Colorado do because for a while, weren't they keeping the baseballs at, at the Rockies? Uh, mm. the Rock, weren't the Rockies keeping the baseballs in a humidor because yeah. to counteract the altitude? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think the Houston Astros did it for some other reason for a while. I think. I think out of the whole cigar smoking experience, the humidor is the least sexiest part. First of all, you can't walk around in public with your humidor. Right? It's heavy. You know? Yeah. You can't do that. You can't, uh, yeah, I mean, when you're talking to someone, you can't just keep, you know, look at my humidor. Look at yeah. my humidor. But yeah, so. at the same time, there are some really cool humidors. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I'm not, could, not, to, yeah, not to go against it. We could definitely have a whole humidor conversation oh, yeah. one day because yeah. I was, when I was, when I was scaling down our initial list of 50 or so of these names, mm -hmm. I, I, when I looked up, I, what I was doing was looking up different podcasts, blogs, websites, etc. to see if there were anything using any of the names. And it's a good thing we did because right. half of our names were already being used by really? somebody to do something. I thought they were original. <laughs> but when I was looking up the, the Humidor Hustling or the Humidor Homeboys ideas, yeah. I found a link for a million dollar humidor. Oh, is that the one that had the cutter on the top of it? I don't know, but there was like a circle. code that he had to put in mm -hmm. to open it, and it was all gold and was it the, Was it a circular shape? On the, it, well, it was one big box, but uh -huh. the top had a big circle. It said Imperial yeah. on it. Yeah. I believe that was the brand. Oh, yeah. But yeah, a yeah. million dollar Dollars. humidor, dude. Well, I mean, you know, there's also million dollar cigars. Once again, we're whoa! Cool. Oh yeah, you can buy us. Yeah, there's How many podcasts do we have to do before we can get one of those? I'll man. just call them up, say, "Hey, ship us two of those down and down yeah, here." We'll chat about yeah. it. We'll, we'll help you sell a couple. Yeah, well, 
say when someone finally smokes one, we'll send you our ash. That's really that's really <laughs> what we're doing here. Right. We're this is all an elaborate ruse for us to try to get free good cigars. <laughs> Why not? Um, all right, all right. Well, I'm willing to so, say no on human. Okay, human or homeboys. Okay. The next one on our list is an ashy pod. Mm. I like the word ash. I don't necessarily like an ashy. Ashy, ashy. yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you need lotion. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I don't think, you know, an ashy pot. Yeah. I I'm just, think I'm just going to hard no right out of the Yeah, game. I I'm agree for hard it. No, hard no. Uh, next on our list is smoke filled room. Ooh. Although we could do smoke filled pot. Oh, man. Hold on. What was that verse from Biggie? Just that one? That goes, what is it? Oh, wow. Uh, boom. Boom, smoke fills the room. That's definitely not a Biggie Smalls track. Oh, yes, it is. It's going to be a lot of slow usually, singing. And, oh, and flower bringing. And if my burglar alone, I'm sorry, bring it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he says, it's something like boom, boom, smoke fills the room. Yeah. I don't know if you're getting that right. You don't think so? I'm, I, I mean, we got the second line correct. I don't think that. I mean, I'd have to look it up. Okay. All right. I'd well, have to look it up. I don't know if you're nailing that well, one. Well, well, I'm just, I'm just saying, just saying. I don't think, I don't know if that's rude or not, but I don't think Biggie would mind if we, borrowed, <laughs> if we borrowed the first. I feel like I've seen pictures of Biggie Smalls with cigar in his hand. Although it could yeah. have just been a oh, really lo- big blunt. No, it was no. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he smoked, smoked cigars. Stuff. Yeah, I would love, love to, you know, um, I would love to hear. That intro with boom, boom, smoke. I mean, and you mix over it. I think that would be awesome. Um, of course, you know, I mean. I don't like, know if we could afford that sample. You don't think so? No, I don't think I don't think so. I, I imagine I imagine Puffy would ask for some bread. That you we think so? That we don't have. It. I think I, there's I, rules. I, if you only take cer- a certain number of words, you can get away with it. Right. I never, I never told you I knew Puffy. You know, you know Sean Puffy Combs. Yeah, I think we're supposed to say P Diddy, but oh, we, P Diddy. But this is a Puff? cigar <laughs> cigar pod, so maybe <laughs> maybe we can say Puff Daddy. Yeah, Puffy is my cousin. Wait a minute, back up. Yeah, Sean Combs is your cousin? No, that's just something people say all the time. Oh. <laughs> you had me for if, a second. <laughs> no, he's not my cousin. You know, but I'm. Telling you that that is a line in one of Biggie's, uh, definitely one of the lines. Eh, it could be. There's, there is not. You definitely have it wrong. I'm, I'm literally looking at the lyrics to that song, and I, well, I, and now that I'm looking at it, I can hear. It. It's funny when I read the lyrics to it, I can hear Biggie yeah. rapping in the back of my head, and I don't see anything. Uh, well, Anything about smoke-filled rooms? I'm thinking maybe. I'm thinking maybe it's another song, but I'll, you know, <laughs> I get I get bits and pieces. You know, I don't I don't you know it, it like it comes back and then it then it goes away. You know, but okay. Smoke-filled pod isn't bad. Smoke-filled room isn't bad. The smoke-filled room podcast with Cornelius and McGee, like it kind of sounds clean. I'm willing to keep it on the list. Okay. And we can come back to this in a minute and, and then, with whatever's left. If it turns out that Biggie actually says that in a song, we can take up a collection to actually um, buy the sample from my cousin, Puffy. 
<laughs> I think he would, you know, he'd probably give us, he'd give us a cut. I'd be like, hey, Puffy, this is your cousin, Cornelius. And, you know, that's a long enough name where I think actually it'd make him think. And then he'd say, well, yeah, okay, yeah, I think I got a cousin, Cornelius. And then next thing you know, hey, we got the lyrics. That's, you know, that's the way I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, that's how things get done, you know? How, just many, to... <laughs> how many times didn't we talk about turning oh the phones on? Oh, my gosh. That's that, cool. That, that was my, my, my homie. He was, he was sending me back a message about where that actually, where was that? Where did I actually see that lyric? Okay, but I'm going to let it go because I'm very, very uh, OCD. So I'll just keep looking it up and I don't want to do that. So. One of the subtexts of this, of this ongoing conversation, this ongoing dialogue that is our new podcast here is us learning about making a podcast. <laughs> that is true. Lesson number one, turn your phone off. Turn your phone off. Right. <laughs> See, we're learning, man. We're Lesson learning every day. Learned. That's kind of what this is all about. This is me learning more about cigars from you, mm-hmm. us learning more about podcasts mm-hmm. from our experience doing it, and me learning more about you know sports and betting from you. Yeah, we're gonna be talking a lot of gambling, I bet. Oh yeah. Um, let's keep it moving. Okay. All right. Let's. Can we just keep... rooms a maybe? Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Right. We'll come back to that one. Okay. I think. The next one on the list is smoking and chatting. It's very, very cut and dry. Like, that's what we're doing. It it's is. kind of boring. It is. Kind it of is. boring? Hard yeah, no? Hard no on the Hard no on smoking and chatting. Yeah. I think the next one's one of my favorites. Yeah. Because I, when we were sending ideas back and forth, I said cigars and more. Mm-hmm. But because of the way I said it, it sounded like cigars and s'mores. And I like s'mores. And you know what I did? What's that? I went and got a s'mores bar. <laughs> just because we came up in conversation. I'm I was at a restaurant the other day, and for dessert, uh-huh. you could order s'mores. And they uh-huh. would bring a little fire to the table, yeah. and then all the all the ingredients, and oh, you could man. sit at the table in the restaurant and make s'more. It was brilliant. Did they have, like, chocolate to dip yeah. it in? Yeah, they had, like, chocolate. a little, no, classic, little piece of Hershey bar. You got to uh-huh. go with the Hershey's bar. Like, that's uh, what makes. Oh, yeah. That's what makes the s'more. Absolutely. And yeah. so they just brought over a, a plate with a little, like, a basically a, a, a candle i mean like basically like a, a little bit of fire yeah. it was a little more intense than a normal candle right but a little bit of fire and some pieces of hershey's chocolate some marshmallows some graham crackers and everybody at the table would make their own s'mores make right at the table s'mores. it was awesome every, i don't understand why every restaurant doesn't do this i mean it's kind of like I, that's my biggest problem is you know my biggest problem is sugar you know it's my addiction mm. kind of like being in a trap house or crack house and someone hooking you up with a crack pipe and saying here you know set yourself up and first you just free, sit down. <laughs> here you know <laughs> you got somebody put and you know i i i'm just saying if some if don't tell me where that restaurant is i got you don't I, tell honestly me. i can't remember for the don't tell time. me because i will be there and they'll be like what would you like for dinner sir i'll have the s'mores you know i mean that, yeah <laughs> Appetizer, main course, whatever. S'mores. It's funny you say that because I in I'm, I'm about to be forty. When I was twenty seven, mm-hmm. I was in the Caribbean mm-hmm. in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands, and I fell into a coma. And okay. when I woke up, the doctors were standing there, and they were like, "Hey, that was death. This mm-hmm. is called insulin. You're a diabetic." Uh, wow. 
It's yeah. called like adult onset type one diabetes. I was born with it, but it didn't yeah. happen until later in life. Yeah, it's weird because as a kid, my my mom still jokes about the fact that I'd be at I'd be at birthday parties and the cake would come out, and I'd ask if there were any more vegetables and dip from earlier. Like I was never into dessert until they told me not to eat it. And ever since, I want cheesecake every day. You know, I, I ever since I've been to, but um, okay. I love s'mores. I and I and I love cigars. So I think it's a it's a it's it's a cool idea. I mean, okay. it's a cool cool one. It's let's not do let's leave cigars and s'mores. Yeah, as a double maybe. As a double, double maybe. maybe. Double right. maybe. All right. The next one is a play off of where we're at. Capital cigars. Capital cigars. Denver, Colorado. Colfax. Yeah. Uh, it's called Capital Conversations. Hmm. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Sounds like a money management it does. <laughs> show. You like and call me with, hey, can I get some investment advice? Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, they'll be in for a shock when they actually start listening. So, so I don't know if that... Yeah, I'm not great yeah, about with my money. Let's just, we'll just skip right past that. My thing, my concern really with it is there's two ways to spell capital, uh, which makes it... Potentially difficult for people to search for it. Yeah. Um, so capital. I don't know. Do you ever? Do you ever? Does that ever become an issue for you running running a business patent name with capital? Well, no, because there's two ways of spelling it, so it's a fifty fifty. Yeah. <laughs> so we could probably grow the cigar lounge business by 50% if we actually called it two names, capital with a O, capital with a A, <laughs> cigars. Yeah. You know? But no, I, I I don't know. Capital conversations is like, okay, oh, are you guys in the Capitol building? Yeah. You know, <laughs> because this is, you know, this is just one episode. And then we're like, no, if you go back to episode one, we're now yeah. on episode yeah. 201, you'll actually know why it's called... It anyway. sounds good. If it, it rolls off the tongue well, but I don't think that it's. I don't think it, that. It's, well, I mean, what it does, it speaks about the location, speaks about what we're doing, and then takes everything else kind of off the table. Okay, uh, but you know, sometimes you know, it's kind of like Kinkos. How is it kind of like Kinkos? Because what does Kinkos have to do with printing and you know? You know, and I don't know. I don't get it. What are you saying? Copying and cutting paper mache and stuff. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Yeah, it's just the name of the the business, right? Although so, now, isn't it? It's all owned by FedEx. Kinkos is now part of FedEx. And that is true. And you know, I'm, I'm serious. I actually used to work for Kinkos. Did you? The, I worked the night shift. Do you still have your uh, Do you still have your code for the discount? Because if we have to get things printed up, ever. <laughs> well, you know. The thing is, is you know, they were handing out stock in Kinko's. Yeah. And I had to be there six months. And I was also working my day job, which was also eight hours, right? And so, that's 16 hours a day. And I'm working 16 hours a day. And then I also had another job. So, I was digging myself out of a financial hole. So, anyway, so I'm working. And I did that five days a week. Technically, six days a week. And I did that for... Five months, 29 days, and 16 hours. And at that moment, I said, no. 
<laughs> and I I handed them my smock and I was like, they were like, you really should stay another six months. I mean, you'll get stocked with, you know, this, that. I was like, I don't care if you give me gold bars. I am about to, you know, pass out here. Yeah. I cannot, you know, I cannot do it any longer. Um, I have always said that real people have multiple jobs. You think so? Yeah, I, real people have multiple jobs, man. I've always done more than one thing. Yeah, I've always uh, done more than yeah, one thing. Always. You know, I mean, and I don't even count poker. So yeah. technically, I got three or four. <laughs> three oh, or four man. Jobs. Yeah, if we include poker. With as much hours as I put in. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of agree with you. Capital conversations probably should go. And in that same for that same reason, the next one is pretty basic. Capital Cigars podcast. Just yeah. literally taking the name of... Right. Our favorite place in Denver, and adding the word podcast, it's kind of a, it's kind of a cop out. Like mm-hmm. it's not even, it's like we didn't even try. Right. So right. I think we could say hard no on both of those. Okay. All right. Uh, next one is Sampler Pack. No, I think it's kind of cool. I I tend to buy Sampler Packs when I go buy mm-hmm. cigars because I like trying. I'm still trying to try everything you know and so i think that's cool and i think that we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff and have a lot of different conversations absolutely there's a there's a you know a a hidden meaning in it you know yeah it is i Um, mean you're right hitting meaning like sampler pack like we might sample some music sometimes we might Ooh, look at you. you. Know, I didn't even we think might, of that one. Right? We might sample, <laughs> um, you know, different things. So Let's leave it on the list. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely not a, it's not a hard no. Uh, the next one on, on there, on our big whiteboard, is Nice Draw. Um, ultimately, it's a it's it's an it's something you might say about a good cigar, right? That's That's right. A nice draw. It's also something you might say when you catch your guard at the poker table. On the, or on the... On the river or on the turn well, or whatever. You're, you're, well, you say nice catch. Okay. Well, but anyway. if you're on a draw and it's a nice and hand. People say, you know, I say it all the time. Greg, why are you still in the hand with me? You're like, hey, I'm on a nice draw. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like it. I, you know, I, some people might think we're talking about art. I also like art, so I don't really mm-hmm. care if they think that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think that it could work. Okay. Nice draw with... with Cornelius and McGee. I, I, I like it. I like the. It's simple. It's simple. It's yeah. you know. Uh, I, I could I, see it on a T-shirt. Yeah. Um. <laughs> let's let's leave it up there. Let's leave okay. it up there. Right. We'll, we'll keep it moving. Uh, next one is thick smoke. I tried really hard to, to use the word smoke and and other you know different cigar words in this. Mm-hmm. I don't love that one. Yeah. If we're going to use the word smoke, we could just go smoke-filled pot or smoke-filled room. You know, we, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's better ways to use it. Mm-hmm. Well, See? <laughs> Big smoke. Gotcha. <laughs> I am smoking a... Yeah, I just started. It's my first cigar. Ever, I just yeah. started smoking. Jeez. I remember my first cigar. Yeah, thick smoke. I was just going to... People say that when you're smoking a cigar, that you're not supposed to hot box a cigar. So if you see some of the some of the guys who like you know smoke cigars for a long, long time, when they smoke the cigar, it's always lit. Like when you know when I was younger, um, my father uh, would always take me to his accountant his accountant's office, and 
there was this guy downtown Chicago had this huge office. This is when you could smoke in your office and everything was the color of yellow, you know? I mean, so uh, everything had a yellow tinge to it. Well, anyway, he would sit, here I am, six, seven years old, maybe, you know, eight at the oldest, and I'm trying to keep myself entertained. And my entertainment was, how long can this guy keep this cigar in his mouth lit? Because I was like, okay, it's not lit anymore. I know it's not lit. It can't be lit, right? And every so often, just a little bit of smoke coming out. Just a little bit of smoke. And I'm talking about an hour. And the cigar was only like, you know, an, an inch at most, you know? So they say that, you know, that's really the way that you're, you know, you smoke the cigar the way you want to smoke your cigar, the way it's good for you the truth is is that the cooler that the cigar smokes the better it tastes and you can't get more cooler than keeping a one inch cigar going for a whole hour and 20 minutes or hour and a half thick smoke would mean that maybe you're not smoking the cigar properly so it's kind of a negative it could be i mean it's not what you want when you're smoking the cigar I, uh, yeah, like I said, but you smoke the cigar the way you want to smoke it. Yeah, I, you know. I mean, I don't, I I'm, don't, I'm sure I'm wrong on that. You know, I just don't like it. I'm not gonna lie. I th- I say hard now. Yeah, I just remember my father's accountant, Rick Rosenthal, and uh, yeah. So Rick Rosenthal sounds like. An accountant from Chicago. It does. Yeah. <laughs> if you just said that name, I would. I would have nailed it. I'd be like, "That's an accountant from Chicago, isn't it?" Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So no thick smoke. No uh, thick smoke. Yeah. And now we're down to. Okay, you're our resident. Link, uh, you know, ling. Mi español no está bueno. Perro. Si. The idea here is hincho a mano. It's written on. Eighty percent of the cigars I've smoked, and it uh, means and, hand rolled. Yeah, and it means hand rolled, um, which was on our original list. But there's mm-hmm. a there's a movie about cigars that came mm-hmm. out recently, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and it was called Hand Rolled. There's a ton of things called Hand Rolled. So we, when I was looking stuff up, we can't really use Hand Rolled. Mm-hmm. We would, you know, nobody would ever find us. Hey, you know what? And if my business partner was here right now, and if he heard you say that. You know what we would be having for lunch today? Sushi? Salmon hand rolls. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he orders that. I, I'm pretty sure I've gotten some sort of mercury poisoning because we eat sushi. I mean, I... I love sushi. I, you do? Yeah. Well, I mean, part oh. of living in Japan was, was eating a ton of fish. And speaking and, Japanese. Well, yes, but it was, <laughs> was you know, I, I've just eaten a lot of sushi. What's weird, and I'm sure we'll have this conversation in more mm-hmm. depth at some point in this... Sushi isn't as popular in Japan as it is outside of Japan. In mm. Japan, it's like a very quick, easy lunch. It's like fast food. Right. Right? Everywhere else, everywhere else, by, by that I mean, you know, in throughout the United States and right. elsewhere, it's like creative and it's like the most popular Japanese food here right. in right. the United States. But there's so many other Japanese foods I ate when I was in Japan that I didn't understand why they weren't here. There's this, I'll tell you about it sometime, mm-hmm. it's called okonomiyaki. And I always wondered why I couldn't find okonomiyaki in the United States. Mm. It is delicious. What is it? So, it's more of an experience than anything else. <laughs> you go, you watch baseball, you read manga comics, you drink beer. Every table has a flat grill on it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm probably not explaining this as well. Like Benihana's. Sure. But mm-hmm. what they do is they come over to your table mm-hmm. and they pour down what's essentially pancake batter without any sweetness to it, but pancake okay. batter. And then they cover it with, uh, in Japanese, it's negi. It's like uh, scallions or onions, right? Scallions. I yeah. Think. And then um, if you order like the beef or the pork or the mixed seafood or, or specific seafood, they mm-hmm. put all that on top of it and they cover it with more of the pancake batter and then uh, seaweed, uh, like flaked seaweed, not not like big strips, but like like yeah. uh, like crumpled up, like like flaked seaweed, yeah. and then they cover it with mayonnaise, essentially mayonnaise, and then uh, and not cover it, but they put yeah. a little mayonnaise on it, mm-hmm. and then they 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 put a healthy amount of what they what they call it in in Japan okonomiyaki sauce. Mm-hmm. It's oyster sauce is what they call it in the United States. That's mm-hmm. the closest thing to it. Little other garnish and stuff, mm-hmm. and then. They flatten it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a Japanese pizza. And then everybody at the table has these really tiny, flat spatulas. Okay. And you kind of cut off little pieces. Mm-hmm. And it's very communal. You, you, you order one. They mm-hmm. make it at the table. You have some beers. You, you eat it in these little pieces and on these little spatulas. And then maybe you have another round. And they come over and they'll make mm-hmm. another and etc. It I, I would do it weekly. There was like a little... Okonomiyaki joint about two blocks from my apartment. Hmm. I became, you know, buddies with the old, the older gentleman that ran the place. It was him and his wife, and we would just sit there and watch baseball and drink That's beer, cool. and, cool. and yeah. literally bookshelves just lined with manga comics. Wow, am I saying that right? Manga? I think it's manga. I think so. I don't know how we got to talking about Okonomiyaki. <laughs> yeah, is there any meat in it? There can be. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you, can, okay. you can have the, the beef okonomiyaki, yeah. the, the seafood I'll say, hey, I'll say this really, really quick. Right? Yeah. When you were saying that, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about different cultures. So there used to be this club. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember the name. That's bad. It was in Chicago? Yeah, in Chicago. And it was like a breakfast soul food Benihana's on the other side. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a lot. But what, what would happen... You'd go to the club, you know, you're supposed to pretty much be wrapping up, you know, let's just say two-ish, right? Two o'clock or whatever. Yeah. Somehow, three, four o'clock, everyone's still just kind of meandering, whatever, whatever, right? Well, then this other building that was adjacent to it, it was uh, it was on the it was on the northwest side. Anyway, I'm gonna, it was on the northwest side. And so this other building that was adjacent to it, you'd file in. And it was like somewhat of a cafeteria type seating. But what it was is that it was these hot plates or this this very long um, hot grill. And what they would do is everyone would like just file in like, oh, wow, I'm. I just got out of the club like, you know, an hour ago. Or so and everyone at that time is what? They're hungry as heck. Yeah. You know? And they would just come down and they would have these big, they, they weren't like these pictures. They weren't like uh, pictures of uh, batter. And they weren't like, I mean, they weren't even a gallon. They were like these two-gallon pitchers, right? And they would just start pouring, boom, 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 uh, this buttermilk pancake batter. And then I'm talking, I mean, literally, it was so much pork, you could smell the pork. And they, they I mean, raw. And then they would just take it and go, and it, it, no one even ordered yet. 
but you knew he was like, okay, I'm gonna eat all of that. I'm gonna eat all of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, before they even start taking the orders, it's like just keep it cooking, keep it sizzling. I want all of that. It was probably one of my more memorable moments when I actually went to that place because I was like, wow, this is a great idea. And look, there are people outside the door. And I mean, people would just inhale that food. Yeah. I mean, it was just unbelievable breakfast. And, and it was good food. And you get out the club and it's right there. And it's right there. And they're like, you know what? I could see them putting this together. They're like, okay. We need to mass produce as much food as possible <laughs> because we're going to have over a thousand people, you know, lined up to want to come. All right. And I DJed at a place in, in Philly that it, one time to my homies D Lake and Stephen Bloodbath, but uh-huh. you'd walk in the front door and to the left was mm-hmm. the bar nightclub area and uh-huh. to the right was a diner and it was the yeah. same entity. Yeah. So after the alcohol had to be shut down at two, they'd mm-hmm. just keep the party going. Yeah. And yeah. and we'd walk in and, you know, frequently you'd walk in and the the the, the girlfriends would all go into the into dance some more and yeah. all the guys would go and, you know, crush some sandwiches there or whatever. It's a great and combination. I always thought it was a great idea. But that has uh, nothing to do nothing with Nothing again to do with <laughs> Pancho Amano. And, you know, like you said, we're learning. This is our first podcast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we're learning. Stay on, we you know, get, that. We get All distracted right. easily. Oh, yeah. So, um, I worry Amano. about doing a, a, having a title in a different language than what we're normally speaking because people might yeah. tune in expecting us to be speaking exactly. in Espanol. And uh-huh. that's just not going to. Right. They'll be like, it's a Telemundo station. They're like, what uh, are they saying? It's you not going to fly. No, it's not going to fly. So, Hencho Amano is out of here. Okay. Um, it's gone the way of the thick smoke. Gotcha. So the next one is pretty cool, I think. It's box press. Box press. It's a cigar term. I like box pressed cigars when they have mm-hmm. the squareness to it. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a little bit of a, a of a sports and a, and a and a gambling reference in there when you press your bet and you double up. You can box up your your horses at, or dogs at the racetrack. Box press could work. It could. I am the overall thick of it believe that it's somewhat of a stretch. Okay. Well, we could go hard no on that. Okay, we hard keep no. It moving. Oh, okay. Next on the list is Bet Your Ash. See, I like that one. Do you? Because it's got the gambling. It definitely has the cigars. Yeah. And again, that was a lyric in a song. I've never heard it. You never. You're you're not you're not as good at this lyric <laughs> thing as you think you are. I know there was a song that says. Bet uh, your ass, baby. Yeah. I don't know. If I've ever. I've never heard "Bet your ash." And because I don't curse, maybe I just converted <laughs> that to ash all these years. And okay, I so. think this is a good one because it was the first one that, when it came up, I noticeably saw your face and eyes like brighten. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're. In a, I like it. I like, I like it a lot. Bet your ash or. The You Bet Your Ash Pod. Yeah. Uh, the You Bet Your Ash Podcast with Cornelius McGee. It's long, but it, it flows. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. something to it. I think that's, uh, like, you know, in golf, they'd call that the leader in the clubhouse. I think mm-hmm. that's the leader in the clubhouse. And okay. considering we only have two left, and it's time to make a decision, mm-hmm. that might be it. The next one was my mom's favorite when I ran some of these by her. Okay. Ashes and Ascots. Yeah. Maybe down the road we do a video simulcast of this podcast. We mm-hmm. dress up a little, make it look classy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it flows nicely with mm-hmm. the ashes and ascots. Like 
There's there's alliteration on the front and the back of each word. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. I have never worn an ascot. It's not really my style. Mm-hmm. Even when I do wear a suit, which is at best once a year. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've never worn an ascot. Do you have you ever worn an ascot? Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. own an ascot? I do, but it's like four sizes too small now. I Wait, they come in different sizes? Yeah. I just pictured them like handkerchiefs, you know, that really yeah. big handkerchiefs, you know. It is, but like the one that I have was made for a suit. I well, okay. So, I obviously being, you know, a minister and also being in corporate, ascots used to be in style, right? Yeah, they were in vogue for some time. Right. Well, so, they're the the, the the bow tie has taken its place. I and mean, it become cool again. Whereas ascot yeah. was kind of cool again for right. a little while. But, I, you know, I'm starting to see a lot of more ascots. I, again? I a lot yeah. Of, yeah, I, you know. But the thing is, is I used to, I had this lady make, um, I just went out and bought material, right? And I wanted, you know, you all, you can't really find the right color. So I went out and I bought multiple materials that I liked with the ties that I had. And I had her make some, right? Well, I don't know if it's the cut of the suit or if it's what it... Anyway, you know, I keep everything. I shouldn't do that. But I have this... I have them all in a box. So I tried to... I kept trying to... Like in a suit that I recently bought not too long ago. And it doesn't fit. But it used to fit perfectly. The suit? Or or the ascot? Well, the suit that I just bought fit. Okay, yeah, yeah. You just bought it. None of my old suits or the ascots fit at all. Yeah, so I get it. The ascots don't fit in my new suits. So I don't... Well, I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess there is only one. No, there's not one size because it doesn't fit in my new suit. So, huh. I don't know. We can keep ashes and ascots. I mean, like I said, I've never worn one and I laugh mm-hmm. at people that do, but I it it's kind of classy and cigars yeah. are kind of high-end. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a premium lifestyle thing. Let's leave it up there. Okay, but. let's do that. And then let's knock this last one out the park. Vice and Dice. I, I mean, I like that it rhymes. Yeah. Sometimes I rhyme slow and sometimes I rhyme quick, quick, quick. Right. Uh, I think we're going to obviously talk about some gambling. So there's the dice and, and talk about cigars. That's certainly a vice. Right. I think it's okay. I think that it's a little... It's kind of an extreme way yeah. to refer to, you know, vice can also be a lot more, a lot of other things that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe aren't in our lives. You know? And plus it's 50% of my favorite movie, um, TV show of all times. Miami Vice? Of the eight, oh my gosh, dude. I used to have the non-structured jackets, the uh, uh, the shoes. That was, that's actually the way I went to, that's how I went to high school. My last I, two years. I was a kid in the 80s. Yeah. But I remember like the, the collar up on yeah. the polo yeah. shirt yeah. and everything. The Don yeah. Johnson look. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever, did you ever see the Cocaine Cowboys uh, documentary? Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. talk about how the, <laughs> the, the, the opening scene to Miami Vice has this boat, this yeah. you know, boat flying they that at night they would use those, all those cigarette boats that they were renting mm-hmm. to the, to the, the producers to, that were making the show. The company was just a front. Yes. And they were running all those boats. And literally the night before they shot the opening series, or uh, opening part of the Miami Vice, they did one of these runs and they forgot to empty one compartment. So in 
the, the move in, in the, the opening. opening to every episode of Miami Vice <laughs> is a boat with a couple kilos of cocaine in it that oh, <laughs> they forgot to take out. Oh my gosh! Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. Now we do need to get down to one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think I think out of all of the um, out of all of the play on words, I don't know. I think Vice and Dice. Well. It's not as good as some of the others, right? So we we've got the maniac and we got the maniac and let's okay. We're recapping. Uh, we left sampler pack on. Oh, we did leave sampler pack. We we're supposed to leave sampler pack. Yeah, but I don't like it. Okay, let's get it out of here. All right, so we got sampler pack off. So in reverse, I'm gonna go with. Uh, we're saying vice and dice, ashes and ascots. Bet your ash, nice draw. Cigars and S'mores, Smoke-Filled Room, The Maniac and the Minister. I believe that uh, let's work first and work rather than trying to hit a home run. Let's just try to get a couple of people on base. So let's start with saying what is it that we can eliminate? Yeah, I like this. Let's take turns. Okay. Let's take turns eliminating one until we have just one. Okay. Right? There we go. So we have seven. Did I count right? Yeah. We have yeah, seven one, two, left. Three, four, Why five, don't you six, start? Five. What's your least favorite of the seven we still have on our board? Um, <clears throat> well, I'm going to say cigars and s'mores. Cigars and s'mores. I, I'm okay with taking that off the list fully. Okay. Because it makes me hungry every time I say it. And at okay. this point, we're just we're just looking for reasons to, right. to erase it. So, that, so you eliminated <clears throat> that. I'm gonna eliminate the maniac and the minister. Okay. Although uh, it's 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 kind of cool. I just don't. I'm I'm way I'm way too old to be referred to as maniac. Two titles from yesterday, so we'll get rid of them. Yes. All right. So we are down to smoke filled room, nice draw, bet your ash, ashes, and ascots, vice and dice. Uh, my turn. I think I'm gonna go with vice and dice. I, it's. I think it's a. It's a bit of a stretch. So. It's extreme. Yeah. yeah, we're not. We're not. Yeah, I. I get it. I get it. Okay. And you and I are more into cards than dice. Right. Although I. I love rolling craps. That was my grandfather's game. Yeah. So like I always play a little bit when I go to the casino. I like mm-hmm. the communal aspect of it. Uh-huh. There's people high five at each other. It's. It's everybody at the table against the house. Yeah. But I think that's a good one to eliminate. Okay. We just have better stuff on here. All right. So we'll eliminate dice and dice. All right. My turn. I am going to take off the board. I'm going to take nice draw off the board. Okay. I, I, I don't have like an emotional tie to it. You know oh, okay. I, I don't think there's anything Yeah, great I mean, there. I think a nice draw was probably, uh, you know, I mean, <clears throat> it, it was clean. It was, uh, you know, it could be taken many different ways. Um, it was an important part of the conversation, but it didn't, right. it just didn't make the cut. Right. Ultimately, it, if we had a hundred of these, we'd still had to get to one. Right. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. So we're down to three. Your turn to eliminate something. Yes. We got smoke filled room, which we could also go smoke filled podcast, or yeah. you know, or the smoke filled room with Cornelius McGee, whatever we yeah. want to call it. Yeah. But smoke filled is the base of that. We have bet your ash, or again, the or you bet your ash, or the the bet your ash pod, or whatever we yeah. want to call it. Yeah. And then we have ashes and ascots. Ashes and Ascots with Cornelius and McGee kind of rolls off the tongue, but there's yeah. there's those three left, and yeah. one's got to go. Which one is it? Well, it's three left. Mm-hmm. 
So we both have one each to eliminate. Mm-hmm. You're, you get this one, and then the pressure's on me. <laughs> we'll get it, though. We'll get there. I I like it. Don't get me wrong here. I like it. But. But if we roll in here one time and do, <laughs> do a podcast with ascots, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> But if we do 200 episodes about ashes and ascots and all I have is a box of unused ascots at home, you know, I, so, yeah, so. Nailing ascots to people. So, yeah, that's that's my choice. That's my choice. It's out of here. All right. right. So, we're down to smoke-filled room and bet your ass. Well, you made my decision much easier. Much oh, okay, easier. because you didn't want to tell your mom. Hey, guess what? I'm the one that eliminated the one. That, the only one yeah. that you said you like. Yo, mom, I love you, but <laughs> um, no. The reason is, I if I was gonna dele- I was gonna eliminate I was gonna eliminate this one. Okay. Regardless. Okay. I think smoke filled room is out of here. Okay. I think the name of our podcast is Bet Your Ash. Bet Your Ash. Or You Bet Your Ash. You Bet Your Ash. You Bet Your Ash. I like it. I like it a lot. I think that's it. I think we've named our pod. We have named our podcast after a record setting close to... 10 weeks. (laughs) 10 weeks. (laughs) So many days. And this podcast being over 50 something minutes. Yeah. So... Um, you bet your ash, or just bet your ash yeah. with Cornelius and McGee. All right. It flows. Yeah, I all think right. so. We're going to need an email address, website, all that. I think we got it, man. It's it's go time. Hey, you bet your ash. <laughs> you bet your ash. <laughs> good job, man. All right. Bravo. Good job. Thank you. First one down. First one Many down. Let's call it a wrap. That's episode zero. We've named our pod, and we will... Be back soon with uh, with episode one, and we'll do it right. We'll have a nice intro. We'll have contact awesome. info. We'll have it all. We'll do it. We'll do it for real. Awesome. I love it. You bet your ass. You bet your ass. Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawaii es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español.